Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to a Wednesday, 18th day of May 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, how was X-Fest release day for you, sir? <laughs> it was pretty good. What was the chuckle yeah. for? Oh, I just been thinking of it as a, a release. <laughs> yeah, uh, the days like yesterday are always a blur because there's usually so much stuff to do. And yesterday was no exception as we rolled out all the... Uh, stuff that we've been working the last couple of months for to make this all come together and uh, it was it's always good it's always nice to see the reaction and dodge the worst X-Fest ever uh, comments like Matrix moves and just try to go on with your day yeah uh, some of those uh, I mean some of those folks don't care Listen, uh, mean. You're mean. It's a. It's the internet. B. It's the world that we live in. And C. It's okay. Music is subjective, and you're not going to make everybody happy all the time. Uh, as I as I always say, uh, we just hope the good outweighs the bad, and you like us enough to hang around or maybe support what we're doing. That's all we can ask. And uh, the good news is your attendance is not required at Xfest 2022. Uh, it is an optional thing that you can attend or not. Uh, but we certainly hope that you do. Uh, we have some exciting things planned for it, and I think the rollout went pretty well, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. Just remember, we haven't had it. We never thought we'd have X-Fest again. Really? So quit your whining. But uh, most people, really an overwhelming majority, were excited for it, which is what we like to see. And we appreciate each and every one of you, even the uh, the haters out there. Because Big J, uh, he always tells me he bathes in haterade. I don't know what that means. Yeah, but. now they make it in a cream form, so okay, okay. it All sticks right. a little longer than so I wanted you to. You prefer the Haterade cream to the alternative yep. forms of uh, clears applying up the rashes. question mark? Clears up the rashes. All right, well, boy, maybe I could use some of that. Today on the show, what? Big J's got a movie review for us, kids. He sat down yesterday and watched a movie called Death in Texas, and he's going to tell us how it is and if it's worth your damn time, because basically you selected it for him. Anyway, he was really out of the... Uh, area of what movie do I get to choose? He no longer has yeah, the wheel. He has given power, it over man. to Jesus. What's that? Yeah, exactly right. I don't have the power. So we'll see if you've done good because it's two in a row that he hasn't liked. And he was a really big fan of you guys picking the movies early on. Uh, we'll see how that has changed. On top of that, tickets to 311. That show is this weekend at the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. That's going to be a fantastic show. We'll get you covered there. Perhaps some money to be given away at the 7.30 time frame because we get the X-Rock Double Dare still rocking and rolling, so it should be a good Wednesday show. That's the goal anyway. Let's get started with some Tool Sober. Kicking off the morning after here on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, yesterday was election day. Did you get your vote on? Ta-da! No, I didn't. What the hell happened? I- got really busy, then I ended up forgetting about it. Oh, my God. 
We remind you yesterday and everything. Not that I had a lot to vote for. Uh, well, I mean, if you were a Republican, you did. Uh, there were a ton of, you know, primary stuff going on in the state of Idaho. And uh, looks like Brad Little is going to have a chance to defend his title, if you will, as he knocked off seven challengers in the state's GOP primary. Of course, the votes are still being totaled, but he has such an overwhelming lead that it's pretty much guaranteed. Uh, about 62% of the vote. Uh, and that's going to be enough to give him the Republican side of the deal. On the Democratic side, uh, we're still kind of tabulating stuff. Uh, Stephen Height of Marsing currently in the lead. Uh, but there's lots of votes for the mayor of Sandpoint that are being written in. And so they have to tabulate all of those as well before they do it. But the winner of that race will face a little in November for the actual governorship. Uh, and then there'll be some independent candidates on the ballot as well that didn't have anything to do with the primaries yesterday. Plus, all the other stuff that was going on, hopefully you did get a chance to get out and vote and have your voice be heard, unlike the, OJ. The one thing that flipped was the Attorney General. So the incumbent, uh, Lawrence Walston. Yeah, exactly. Knocked out. Uh, that's, uh, other than that, pretty much, uh, unless, you know, the incumbent wasn't running, uh, it remains the same as some battles are still being figured out. A couple of races are still too close to call, etc. as all the votes get tabulated through the rest of the day. It was a tale of two halves in the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston looked like the team that knocked off the defending champions pretty handily uh, in the first half, and then the Heat looked like the true number one seed in the East in the second half, and that's what it took to prevail as the Heat beat the Celtics 118-107 to in the opening game of that Finals last night. It was the Jimmy Butler Show, Big J. Out of what university? Uh... University of Idaho. No. I have no idea. You know he went to Marquette. Don't play dumb with me. He uh, he had 41 points, 27 of them coming in the second half, and that's when they came down, uh, came back from being down eight points at halftime. Uh, they basically it was the third quarter. They started on a 22 to two run, and that's all they needed to really kind of secure the victory. Celtics, of course, playing shorthanded without Marcus Smart and Al Horford. So we'll see if they can come back in Game Two on the ice. Lightning over the Panthers, uh, four to one in Game One of that series. Uh, Colorado Avalanche beat the Blues three to two in overtime, and the Avs are up one to nothing in that particular series. Uh, talk about a chain of events. Apparently, according to some reports, Chris Rock could be the new host of the Oscars uh, coming up next year. ABC's president of entertainment. Uh, Craig Urich said on Tuesday that he's opening to Rock hosting next year. Uh, he said that next year's show will be even better, although I highly doubt people will be talking about it more. Uh, but Chris Rock has also hosted the Oscars before. It wouldn't be his first time, but, you know, quite the uh, the turnaround people made from uh, defending what was going on. I mean, I guess it's just interesting to me how the narrative has changed at least a little bit since the incident happened because of all the news that dropped where it was, you know, either you were equally split that Will Smith did a good job defending his wife or Chris Rock made an off-color joke that he shouldn't have made uh, joking about somebody's medical condition. And then we found out that medical condition is actually self-diagnosed and not an actual medical condition. And everybody's like, oh, that's okay then. <laughs> Uh, so, Chris Rock might be back as Oscars host next year. Will that make you tune in, Big J? Yeah. So we can yeah. make all the jokes? Yeah, it will. All right. No. I don't believe you yet. But uh, it would be an interesting turn of events. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Pearl <laughs> Jam, that is even flow here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We know therapy is a safe space, right, Big J? Yeah, you, well, at least it should be. Yeah, some place that you can go where you can kind of let it all hang out and really talk about some problems that you have. And you know what? The the doctor-patient relationship is very sacred, Big J. 
But once you remove names from the situation, then all bets are off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody can tell a story about one of their patients and not have to worry about any of that stuff coming back. And it all makes sense when you're talking about marriage counseling, because obviously we're talking about an area that's very sensitive and usually probably uh, a minefield of things that you have to navigate through in order to figure out how to get from point A to point B. But there is a very well-versed marriage therapist that's been doing it for 30 years that is ready to start talking. Now, without getting into anything in particular about particular cases... She is ready to discuss the number one thing that wives complain about their husbands about in marriage therapy. Would you like to know what it is after yeah. 30 years of experience? It's called passive responsibility. Big J, do you know what that is? No, no idea what that means. That is a therapy term that basically says uh, women of the country are a little bit tired of having to tell you what to do. Uh, basically, they say that the, the, the biggest thing that becomes an issue in marriages is the difference between active responsibility and passive responsibility. Now, active responsibility is somebody taking uh, basically their own leadership and doing things without being told how to do them, whether it's planning something or cleaning up the house or doing something that needs to be repaired or just basically letting them know that the conversations they've had are being heard and they can figure out how to do it themselves. Now, passive responsibility is waiting to be told what to do, uh, where there's a difference between, you know, they love the fact that you're willing to help, but the fact that they have to tell you how to do everything and what to do and walk you through stuff Apparently, it becomes trying, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. And so if you want to have a successful marriage, you're going to have to do some things for yourself and make sure that you are uh, wait, up on that wait, kind of stuff. My wife isn't my mom? Uh, that is correct. That is what correct. What the hell? And even then, I bet your mom was kind of sick of it, too, after a little bit yeah. of time. Yeah, because here's the deal. Here's what probably takes them to that place uh, is because uh, they're doing that with their kids and you. Yeah, exactly. So that's so much stuff. That's so much work on them mentally. Uh, no wonder they that they would want to be done with that kind of attitude. So, gentlemen out there, if you're waiting for your wife to tell you what needs to be done and how to do it, that is probably not a good stance to be. Yeah, yeah. Here's my retort to this uh, therapist lady. Okay. Uh, is uh, then what happens when I go ahead and have a mind of my own and start doing this stuff? But it's not the way she likes it done. I'm sure she'll tell that's, you. Yeah, that's a different fight altogether, lady. <laughs> Yeah, uh, listen, everybody is different. Like my driving. Oh, she doesn't like your driving? Oh, man. I know it's not that. It's just <laughs> even the kids are like, Mom, take it easy. It just, it's like, go here, do this, do this. You, uh, you slow down. Uh, you know, you don't speed past the bridge. And I'm like, Jesus. I mean, I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to pull over and get out of this car, and you're going to get into the driver's seat. Where are you going to go? Just walking into the woods? Like, I, I, go might, I might. All right. I'll be with this therapist lady <laughs> walking out in the middle of the woods out of nowhere. She's in Minnesota if you need to find her. Morning After with Nick and Big J. place to walk in the woods. We will take a look at things called the movie review from Streaming Dumbass next on the x Rock. <laughs> Blink on the X-Rocks. If you remember back to yesterday, you guys had to select a movie for Big J for streaming, dumbass. The catch was all the descriptions were pretty much the same. It was somebody getting released from prison trying to rekindle a relationship, and I believe you guys chose the one about the man and his mom. Is that correct, Big J? Yes, the right. man and his mom. Death in Texas is the name of the movie. How was it, sir? Uh, well, let's start with the cast here, okay, uh, and talk about that. Is uh, You had mentioned Bruce Dern is in this, and uh, Bruce Dern, I'm telling you, 
he might be an American icon uh, because just he's been in so many movies, but he's always so good in them. Like, it just doesn't matter. And uh, that's the case here in this particular movie. He's a great bad guy. I'll just tell you right now, he's, he's the bad guy. Um, I mean, you know, I just think back when I was a kid, you know, in the Cowboys starring John Wayne, he was the bad guy. He killed John Wayne, man. Yeah. Uh, and he was so great in that. And he's just, he's fantastic in this. And then you've got former guest of the morning after Stephen Lang. Oh, that's easy. Yes, he is a hugely <laughs> underrated actor, and and he is fantastic in this. And then you've got Laura Flynn Boyle, who you would not know is in this when you looked at it, because <laughs> she just looks so different from uh, the way we knew her in Men in Black 2, and I think she was on a TV show for a long time. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, and, and a couple other things. Um, and then uh, you've got John Ashton. And John Ashton, if you remember, uh, Built Really Hills Cop 1 and 2. Yes. So he was Judge Reinhold's partner, uh, okay. one of the, the older cop. He is phenomenal in this in this as well. And then you've got the the new guy who you might not be familiar with, Ronnie Gene Blevins, uh, who's the who plays Billy. <clears throat> he's the son of Laura Flynn Boyle's character Grace, and he's the one who just got out of prison and he's coming home. And his mom is suffering with uh, uh, liver disease, and so you have uh, what unfolds. And I'm telling you right now, this is a freaking fantastic movie. Whoa! Yeah, it dude. is. It is great. I was. Very, very invested in what was going on, and uh, I thought it was great. It's got an indie flair to it, but it's got like this, you know, just cool vibe to it when it comes to the soundtrack. It's almost like a western in some ways, but uh, it was it was a great movie. I think you should see this. What what would you classify it as if you had to put it in a genre? Is it a uh, thriller? Is it a mystery? Is it I, a drama? I would say it's you know thriller mystery. Okay. Kind of not not as much action, but there's a definitely a plot. There's a great plot twist here that, to me, is the way I like my plot twist. I don't want any clues. I just want it to kind of happen, you know. And and it's done so well. I was like, holy bleep! I didn't see that coming. And you know, there is a little predictability. I think to the end, once you get close to the end of the movie, it's what's going to happen. But uh, I thought it was great, man. Great movie. Sounds like a home run. Uh, remind me, Hulu. Death in Texas, Hulu. Okay. Yes. That's where you can find it. Uh, Big J says it is absolutely amazing, which is crazy. I'm going to put it there up one of my favorite streaming dumbass movies. So well done, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley who chose this one for him. He was bummed when you first chose it. He wanted, uh, what was it, Death by uh, Handgun or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, it was the, yeah, you're right, Death by Gun or something. And and uh, and, then f- and you guys picked a different movie, but it was fantastic. There you go, Hidden Gem. You can find it on Hulu. Death in Texas, Big J says, is fantastic. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, uh, gas prices aren't going anywhere down soon. You're so getting you know. higher. That's right. Uh, and the AAA reports that the national average uh, hit a new record. 4.48 a gallon on Monday. That's the national average. And, uh... I mean, it makes you almost feel lucky. I know it's weird because gas is high here, but as somebody who traveled, uh, know that it is higher other places for sure. And it may make you think twice on maybe traveling for Memorial Day coming up, but that's an increase of 15 cents over the last week, 40 cents in the month. Basically, uh, and they're raising the gasoline forecast to 475 soon. He also said $5 a tank is or a gallon is possible, but... That outlook could change considerably if there's a surprise development with Ukraine or anything else, according to AAA, so who knows. 
But the average price per gallon is $5 already in four states, California, Washington, Nevada, and Hawaii. You notice that kind of are surrounding us right now, so keep that in mind. The issue is that supply can't keep up with the demand. Weird, right? Uh, Lipow says the production should ramp up in the coming weeks as U.S. refineries and maintenance season. Uh, but oil prices have remained steady but high. Uh, but they still can't figure out why oil prices have been kind of really moved around, but the price has. And the answer is because, you know, again, supply and demand, everybody. This is the reason why it's up there. We're driving more than ever. We're back on the road like crazy because we were all cooped up for two years. And that leads to an increase in supply or an increase in demand for a product that has the same amount of supply it had back in the day. So let's go, right? On the road. Fuel it up. And get ready to start spending some money at the tank. It's just the way it's going to be for a little while. Orlando Magic won the NBA draft lottery last night, getting the first overall pick. That's the first time they've had the number one pick since 2004. Do you remember who they took in 2004, number one overall, Big J? Uh, in 2004? I think he's still playing. Dwight Howard? That's right. The Oklahoma City Thunder got the second pick. Rockets were picking third, followed by the Kings with the fourth pick and... The Pistons coming in at number five. The draft will take place next month in New York City. So get ready to see who goes where for the NBA draft. If you are a Marvel fan, you got a trailer yesterday. Uh, the very first look at the She-Hulk series starring Tatiana Maslany. Uh, and it will premiere on August 17th on Disney+. Plus. The show now, by the way, officially titled She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Big J, your thoughts, please. Listen, it looks fun. It also looks stupid. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, just... I mean, you know, she's all green going to work in her business outfit. I don't know. It just... Well, I mean, is that any different than what they did at Endgame? I don't With know. I, I, I mean, yeah, but he's super buff and she looks pretty close to normal. I, I will say so I this. I think that's maybe why I'm hung up on that because it looks like it's going to be very fun. Yeah, it will It will be very fun. If they, if they follow the line of She-Hulk comics that I think they're following, uh, I think it has an opportunity to be very fun and, and I hope everybody who's a fan of Marvel gives it a chance. I will say this. I had a little bit of Roadhouse uh, throwback as well when I watched it. I was just like, man, I, I thought she'd be bigger. You know, kind of a ding. And, uh, and it's fine that she's not, but I mean, you know, it is one of those deals where yeah, we're huge to seeing somebody hulk out there gigantically different in proportions than what they were. And it may take us a little bit of time to wrap our head around it. Or maybe they'll give us a very good reason why. You understand? Yeah, that could be. Uh, but it, it, my my initial thing, and you have to understand, too, that not all these shows are, are super serious and stuff, that they can be fun and funny. And so I think that's the, the idea I'm going to go into it with so that I don't get caught up in how stupid it looks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because not every show is going to be Moon Knight, you know? There's not a whole lot of comedy in Moon Knight. And so it mm. gives you... It, really? Yeah, Oscar Isaac, Steven, is pretty damn funny. When? So. Steven? Yeah, when? The whole beginning, the first three episodes, the dude is hilarious. Uh, I, Mark, I guess not so much. I, well, no, Mark is definitely not. I guess I didn't get the comedy angle of stuff. That doesn't surprise uh, me. I got the desperation and sadness, but uh, but either way. More oftentimes than not on here, you don't get the comedy part. Well, I know. I Believe me, I believe that's our shortcoming, but we're going to make it happen either uh -huh. way. On 100.3, the X rocks. Time has come. We're going to play Double Dare right now for a chance to win up to $200. That's the goal anyway. Let's get a contestant. His name is Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Good morning, man. How you doing, dude? 
I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. We'd like you to win some money. Uh, that's going to kind of uh, be a uh, something that we're going to talk about, depending on your knowledge of this particular subject. What is it, Big J? Video game titles in synonyms. So the idea is basically we're going to give you alternate titles for very popular video games using synonyms, and you have to decide what that popular video game is. Uh, I told Big J this is a hard category, so I'm guessing you're going to have to know. I agree now after seeing the question. A little bit about video games in order to pull this off, Kyle. How are you feeling about that? Um, not too great, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well. That's fair. Uh, so then maybe focus on the synonyms and not necessarily the popular video game title and go from there. But we're going to start with a $50 question, okay? All right. Magnificent Larceny Car. Grand Theft Auto. Look at you. Okay, See? there you go. All right. Right. That is $50 in your pocket. I would have been like, oh. Huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> so they get more difficult from here now, Kyle. This is the catch. You can take that $50 and go home, or you can go for $100 with a harder one. Which one do you want to do? Let's go for the 100 Okay. All right, here we go for 100 bucks. Deity of Conflict. God of War. See, look, you're right. so smart. I'm so dumb. Uh, okay, uh, that's 100 bucks. You got that one right. Do you want to go for the $200 synonym, or would you like to take the money? Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take the money. Okay, listen. I, See, I, I think you would have get this next uh, thing right. But yeah. what, you, you you think he would? I think he would. Okay, yeah. well, Kyle, let me make sure. Big J's got confidence in you. We don't want you to talk you into yeah, anything. Don't don't listen to me. I'm the idiot. <laughs> but you're gonna take the 100 bucks for sure. Oh man, you know what? No, no make money don't make money. Big J, you better hope he gets this Listen, right. I just didn't want to fill out a paper, okay? <laughs> All right, for two hundred bucks, you want to do this? Let's do this. All right, here we go. Inhabitant malice. Inhabitant malice. Inhabitant malice. Oh man. That's a tough one. Yes, it is. What do you got, Kyle? Mm, I'm drawing a blank. Hey, listen, I said I was an idiot. Wrong. Sorry, Kyle. We got to time you out, brother. Uh, I am sorry. Uh, Big J, do you want to tell him what the answer was? Yeah, Inhabitant Malice, Resident Evil. Resident uh, Evil. Right. Was okay. the right answer. I'm sorry, brother. Uh, listen, uh, yeah, you this can is put how... all the hate on Nick. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a second. I didn't convince <laughs> him to go for it. Uh, congratulations, Kyle. You almost got 200 bucks, but damn it, uh, we couldn't quite make it happen. Uh, hopefully, you have another chance to call in and play. Uh, that category will remain the same throughout the rest of this day. Uh, Jason drew a 12:30, 5:30 with Adam. Again, these are hard. Uh, but if you've got your wordplay game on, you should be doing okay, just like uh, Kyle did with the first couple. But yeah, that last one was difficult. So sorry, Kyle. We still think you're great. Morning he got after. the first two so easily. I just figured he got it. Morning after when Nick and Big J, we're going to go to hell next on the X-Rocks. Oh, man. Maggot. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. Headed down to Texas for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J, and oh. a true nightmare scenario. Uh, we're not sure why it's happening. We just know that officials in Texas have gotten a rash of calls. And so, therefore, an official warning from wildlife officials has been listed to the state of Texas saying, Hey, everybody, there's a hidden danger lurking inside your pool noodles this particular year. And we're not sure why. That danger, Big J, 
rattlesnakes. Now, according to wildlife Damn. officials, there's about 10 different species of rattlesnakes that live in Texas. And some of them are finding the inside of pool noodles to be a comfortable place to chill this particular spring. In fact, the Salado, Texas Fire Department has recently responded to five different phone calls where residents picked up a pool noodle and a rattlesnake fell out. You know, like that, like they do on the TV. Jesus. Uh, in some cases, even worse nightmare scenario, as they dumped out the pool noodle, not only did the snake come out, but also a bunch of baby snakes came out as well. <laughs> Officials say it's not unusual for rattlesnakes to be attracted to the cool and damp inside of a pool noodle, especially as temperatures start to get warmer outside, which is why they find their way in. Now, a post on the department's Facebook page says that if you want to kick back and relax at the pool, they are warning families to be on the lookout for rattlesnakes. Shake out your pool noodles before you use them just to make sure, you know, you don't end up getting beat, uh, bitten by a rattlesnake. They do also remind everybody it's best to keep your pool toys elevated or in some type of sealed container and not just out in the yard to protect this stuff from happening because, yeah, that would be terrible. Can rattlesnakes swim? Uh, I do not know. I don't know much about that world by choice. Yeah. I can Ugh. see it. I mean, in my mind, I'm seeing snakes in the water, so I know that's happening, but I don't know if that's just I, water snakes or yeah. that's all snakes. Oh, man. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Oh, it's the baby rattlers coming out that freaks me. Hey, uh, so I didn't tell you this, but uh, at, at the place that I stayed this weekend, it was very like rustic in Fountain Hills, and it had a really nice, beautiful kind of backyard carved into some mountains, and uh, it had like this beautiful view that you could see right outside the mountain, like that's kind of right outside the window of the bedroom, like huge sliding glass doors, and right outside the glass door, huge, like full, like rattlesnake skin, like you know, I, and who knows how long it's been there. That's the thing with that environment. It could have been there for weeks, months, or just like 10 minutes. I don't know. But I, it made me think. I'm like, oh, man, that means there's rattlesnakes around here somewhere. Yeah, like you're that. lucky to be alive. That's right. I made it out alive. Or, Big J, maybe one bit me and I'm unaware. No, I think you... You think so? A rattlesnake, you would be aware. Just watch out for snakes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. What have I told you, Big J? There was a new study out there that said that we don't yawn because we're tired. We oh. yawn as a warning. Oh, crap. What do you think about that? Well, we got a lot of warnings going on here in the morning, during the morning after. You wouldn't believe how much we yawn. Yeah, it is, uh, it is interesting that it happens. But uh, at least according to Penn State University, they're saying that while tiredness certainly is a factor in yawning, the reason that we do is it's a social cue, basically, to warn others in and around your area that we're less alert. So they need to be the ones that are extra vigilant about, you know, paying attention because the other person is out of it. And it was invented as a way to help others watch out for predators, if that makes sense. Now, I will say uh, my first question about the study would be, okay, well, why are we yawning when we're by ourselves sometimes? Because that happens, right? Yeah. I mean, you could be by yourself and just start yawning. And I'm not sure who that is supposed to be warning. So Maybe warning the other people inside me. Oh, I see. Sure. Now, that makes sense. If you've got a diagnosis that checks out with that. DID. Why not do it? But uh, according to the, the research, basically, this kind of developed, they're developed way, way, way long ago. Started in the world of animals. Then we copied it. 
as a way that we could warn others that they need to be watchful for predators. And uh, future studies could further examine whether or not this is how and why things become contagious. Because yawning can be contagious as well, you understand? Yeah. You felt that, right? Somebody yawns in a room and you're like, dude, don't do that. Generally you. And so it's like, what is wrong with you? And your answer is, because you're a copycat, basically. You can't help it. It was a social cue and now it's programmed in you. And that's the way your body reacts. So deal with it, Big J. Uh, not that yawning does anything, really. It doesn't help you. It doesn't really make you less tired. It's just one of those things that happens. And they were trying to figure out why it was, and they st- thought they found the origins of the yawn. And that's a pretty interesting story. What they do with that knowledge, I don't know. Probably use it for evil. Agree or disagree, Jay? Agreed. Celtics fall in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals to the number 1 seed Miami Heat. They win 118-107. to 107. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 41 points, 27 in the second half to lead the Heat to a victory in Game 1. Tampa Bay beat Florida 4-1 in Game 1 on the ice, and Colorado beat the Blues in overtime 3-2. That was also Game 1 of the series. Baltimore Orioles pitcher Matt Harvey was suspended for 60 games yesterday for distributing a drug of abuse after he admitted to providing opioids to an Angels teammate who fatally overdosed. The 33-year-old former Mets star also admitted during a federal trial in February related to Tyler Skaggs' 2019 death that he used cocaine while in New York and California. Uh, Harvey last month agreed to a minor league contract with the Orioles, but he will not be allowed to play in the majors until he's promoted, and then he'll have to serve a 60-game suspension in order to get there. Big J, are you excited about the Tom Brady roast? Netflix has announced they're going to do one. Yeah, it'll be funny, I bet. Uh, Brady will serve as the executive producer for the show. Netflix's vice president of stand-up comedy and formats, Robbie Pra, said that they've agreed to a contract with Brady, and he's going to have fun. Um, We'll see who's involved in it, but Netflix wants to get in the celebrity roast business. Listen, if Craig Gass isn't a part of this, it's going to be a damn shame. Uh, I agree. Why Why in particular? Because, you know, he does all of his silly, uh, goofy stuff at all the Super Bowls. I mean, he's interviewed Tom Brady multiple times, uh, and he's gotten a few laughs out of Tom in the past. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. So hopefully he will get an invite, but I don't know. I mean, maybe you have to be connected to Netflix in this world in order to... Well, as long as you're connected to Jeffrey Ross, you're going to get into some sort of roast. Get that invite. We'll see when no uh, release date has been named as to when it's going to come out, whether it's after he retires or uh, during the season or what. But Tom Brady will be roasted on Netflix. So get ready. And Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and uh, we've got tickets for you. Show happening Saturday at the Rev Center. It's a big one, man. 311 coming to town. So we will get you set up with those tickets. By the way, there still are some available. Check out Ticketmaster.com for those, uh, and we'll get you set up with these. You just need to beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown, which has been pretty easy lately. No denying that. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown for these 311 tickets. Do you got what it takes? You'll have to prove it. Hello, The X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael. You're up first. Good luck. The Netflix show Cobra Kai was based on which 1980s movie? Karate Kid. Right. Karate Kid is correct. Uh, Nick, what is the name of the bride played by Uma Thurman in Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill? Uh, oh, oh, boy, God, it's been forever. Because um, they make a big deal about not saying her name until the second one. And then they say it, and it's barely in passing. You can barely hear it. It's barely audible. 
I, I the one thing that popped into my head, and I don't think this is right, but I'm going to say Dorothy. No, no, Wrong. come on, man, really? I don't remember. Michael, do you know? I have watched that movie once. Yeah, what? So I'm going to say Samantha. No, it's Beatrix, kiddo. Beatrix. Right. I knew it was like an older-ish kind of name, uh, but I couldn't I couldn't remember because I just always called her the bride. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with 311 tickets for Saturday at the Rev Center. Please hold on, Michael. We'll hook you up, and we will do a little bit of headlines. Those are next on the x Rise. Hey. Headlines brought to you by... Half Price Friday, Big J. Another one coming up this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. This time around, you can grab $50 to Oak Crab in Boise for just $25. Bucks. The Cajun Seafood and Bar, it is delicious. It's their new home for Boise's Cajun-inspired seafood. Wide selection of freshly imported seafood and Cajun dishes right there in the Boise Spectrum. It's open seven days a week. Check it out for yourself. You can if you grab a Half Price Friday gift certificate this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com, $50 to O-Crab for just 25 bucks. It's a good deal. Headlines are as follows. Peter Pan it up, Ring of Fire, or Watch Your Kids. Ring of Fire. Water Tower in Arkansas is going viral after somebody shot it, Big J. Oh, no. It stands in Kingsland, Arkansas, and it features a mural of country music legend Johnny Cash. What the hell? Somebody decided to shoot the silhouette of Cash in the groin area, causing water to spurt out. You can guess what it looks like, Big J. Johnny Cash in the Water Tower oh, just taking a, a big old whiz. The tower was shot on May 11th. It's still leaking. As crews are working to make repairs, I mean, take your time, guys. It's only been a week. Cities had spent $300,000 refurbishing the water tank last year until somebody decided to shoot it. Uh, so once again, don't go shooting water towers, all right? Yeah, also, I mean, but but why is it... I mean, it can't be that big of a hole. Uh, it's a, probably a bullet hole size. Yeah, I so guess. what's the problem plugging that thing Maybe, come on guys i mean it's my understanding what's the name of that tape that they push all over the infomercials you just stick some on there and it's good to go right yeah or a uh, flex seal that's throw it some flex seal that's in it. there man yeah. throw some flex seal tape on listen, there listen hire us we'll get it done i imagine they're probably trying to come up with a problem of how do we you know stop it from when there's water inside the tank of it you know being in there but you know, if you seal it from the outside, it might actually. Well, and work. then they have to probably retrieve the bullet. Did it if it's lead? You yeah, know, they maybe don't want... they have to drain the whole thing. Who knows? Who knows? A lot more complicated than we probably think, but uh, that doesn't stop us from making them think they're incompetent, does it, Big J? Okay, they are. Peter Pan it up or watch your kids. Peter Pan it up. A recent survey of twenty thousand Americans found that adulting takes some time. I'll ask you, Big J, what age were you when you finally felt like an adult? Was it 18? Did you feel like you really were an adult at 18? Were you still living at home? No, I was uh, I was still living at home. Okay, I, so when did the adulthood kick in? Probably uh, when I first moved out of my own. How old were you then? 20. <laughs> 23. All right. All right. Uh, for, listen, you're okay. For most, it said 29 is when adulthood really sank in for them. Uh, might be one of the reasons why two-thirds of respondents believe that the age of 18 now is just an arbitrary age uh, to which to consider somebody adults. Research found that 59% of people don't always feel like an adult. I suppose we can fall in that category, right? Yeah. 79% of respondents agree that being an adult is more about actions than age. I think that's a also a good uh, uh, statement to agree with. You? Yeah. I would say I felt a little bit more adulty younger just because I was out of the home so early, and so that that played a factor in my 
uh, my upbringing, but I certainly didn't feel like an adult when I was at college. I felt more like a kid when I was at college than I did uh, anywhere else, probably. Uh, it was, I, I would guess probably, yeah, when I started paying my own rent is when I really started to feel like, okay, you know, got to take care of myself now. This is what an adult means. And uh, it wasn't a fun experience, Big J. Busted your ass for a lot of years when you're younger to make that happen, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so that's something to look forward to, everybody. Wrap it up with Watch Your Kids. And I'm not sure why we still let toddlers play with phones, but we do. And Kelsey Golden of Texas was doing work on her computer while her two-year-old son Barrett was playing on her phone. Next thing you know, she got a delivery from McDonald's of 31 cheeseburgers, Big J. Oh, man. That is $67 plus, of course, Barrett included a gigantic tip on top of it. So it was almost an $80 order. She says, quote, I didn't know what to do with them. He only ate half of one. So she posted on a community page on Facebook if anybody wanted some. Some neighbors read her post and popped by for some free burgers. So I guess everybody wins. It could be worse. I mean, uh, luckily he grabbed something that was relatively cheap on the menu and didn't order like yeah. <laughs> 31 something that's crazy expensive. So uh, maybe you'll uh, put like the Big lock Max. on this. Yeah, that, yeah, I think they're two and for six. The good thing is they'll, they'll last forever. Uh, I think they're gone now. I believe that the neighbors ate them all, but yeah, there you have that. It's Dorothy, rest in peace, here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I could be wrong, Big J, but maybe it's time we start a revolution. What do you think? Yeah, hey, it's already begun. And uh, over uh, this week here, you've got a a big uh, PGA championship tournament happening and a couple people attending that are starting to complain online uh in social media about the price of beer okay so they're they're getting nailed 18 bucks for a can of Michelob ultra it was 1750 at the sun's game yeah that's, 1750 for a beer at that's the ridiculous game. and uh this uh this trend and they're saying hey when you see stuff like this you do share that on social media because it'll catch people's eyes in fact last summer uh some folks in LaGuardia were uh were seeing it they were getting charge $27.85 for a beer, $10.90 for french fries, and they started complaining about it, and the Port Authority was like, hey, wait a second, we need to get involved and check this out. Uh, nobody should have to fork over such an exorbitant amount for a beer, uh, said the Port Authority board chairman, and uh, so they went and took a look at this and started doing an investigation and uh, decided that uh, they were uh, being g- g- uh, egregiously overcharged and stuff, and they have made uh, new rules the Port Authority have for how much you can charge people for things. Uh, and uh, now, uh, I, I don't know if that includes all airports throughout the country, but for the very least, the New New Jersey and New York, for sure, uh, are, are have, they're changing things up there because uh, that's ridiculous, and uh, they're keeping them on, on task for those kind of charges and not letting them uh, nail people like that because it's unacceptable. Yeah, part of, the, part of the problem is that there's still plenty of us that are happily paying for them. Well, maybe not happily, but I, I was telling you it's seventeen fifty for the beers. I cannot tell you how long the line was for these beers either. I mean, it was ridiculous, and people were could not wait to spend that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so until we're able to sacrifice some things, because there is a difference between inflation and price gouging. We all need to understand what that may be, uh, and supply and demand is a part of that as well. They will charge us what we're willing to pay for something, especially if they know we want it. Uh, we were just talking about uh, having a bar at the airport or having a beer at the airport, and I, you know I haven't traveled a whole lot since the pandemic began, but in the times that I have, the bar has been packed. 
So they're pe- they're happily paying whatever the bar is charging for a beer, and I promise you, it's over what it was six to seven months ago. Hell, even two, three years ago, whatever that may be. Yeah, I mean, we we almost have to like unionize our consumerness because <laughs> listen, yeah, that line at, at, to pay seventeen dollars for a beer at a, at a basketball game, or especially it's it's really bad, you know, at those kind of events. Like we all just have to not put up with it and, and say no, we're not going to do this. And after a little bit, they're going to be like, well, we need to bring the prices down to a regular amount. But that's never going to happen unless we do something about it as consumers, and we never do because we cannot align ourselves uh, in order to accomplish that. Boycotts don't really work, in my opinion, in that way. And, and you just have to have people of the same like mind be like, we're enough is enough. Yeah, that's that's the only way to do it. But you're right; it won't it won't happen anytime soon. So we'll just because Big J, the path of least resistance is to pay, take a picture, and complain about it. Well, also here's another thing: you have to take into account that, and and this will happen. The trickle down part will happen in this like example: the airport busy all the time, right? The airport bar, uh-huh. and in certain things like going to an NBA game, that sort of stuff. What are those for a lot of people? Business trips, sure. So they can write that stuff. Vacations, off. a special event you want to celebrate all that well, stuff. Well yeah, right? but you but also expense accounts. So you spend that down the send that down the line, you're not paying for it, your company is, and uh vice versa, then then it, you know at that at a point that kind of messes with the whole, you know, supply and demand thing because you're not actually paying for it, your company is, and they're getting hit with that and it's doesn't matter to you as the consumer all of a sudden. Well trust me, I wasn't sitting in the business associate section of the stadium. These were all uh regular folks that were happily lined up to pay for that kind of money. But I understand what you're saying it certainly does uh play a factor in all that kind of stuff and uh who knows when it'll change we just know we're happy to complain about, How about it this like stop the gouge there you go morning after with nick and big j we'll do some bad impressions next on the x rock oh. bad impressions so far i'm not impressed morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x bad impressions brought to you by treasure valley subaru easy in easy out location next to idaho center exit off the freeway uh and we've got tickets 311 gonna be saturday night for a fantastic show at the rev center tickets by the way still available for you but you can win them here if you can figure out bad impressions phone numbers 208-287-1003 bad impressions works like this three clues about somebody famous figure out that famous person and boom you're going to 311 on saturday night and gosh i hope that makes you happy let's see if we can get ourselves a contestant good morning the x going on how you doing buddy what's your name john all right john you're up first good luck sorry i'm not bringing the freaks parade tour to boise this year Hmm. Have to be real. Have to be real locked in for that one. For the first time, me and my brother Spider One Band Power Man Five Thousand K will be touring together. Was that Rob Zombie? There you go. Yeah, dude. You laughed at that clue for you, son of a. One second. I'm trying to figure out what five hundred, what five thousand K is. Uh, Hang on one second, dude. You're good to go for three eleven. What was clue three for fun? He figured it out. Uh, When you think zombies, think of me. And why is Rob Zombie in the news? Uh, well, you know, he's uh, uh, finished all work uh, there on the uh, movie uh, The Munsters, Nick. And uh, according to a new uh, rumor here, that was supposed to go right to the old um, uh, was the Peacock Network. Turns out it probably is being sold to Netflix, Nick. So Bloody Disgusting uh, is a site there on the internet. They're saying that this is a rumor that's being floated around that it's been sold to Netflix and will premiere this fall, probably for Halloween. 
Uh, I saw that the first cut was three hours and 18 minutes long. Oh, man. I mean, that's the Rob Zombie way. They might as... I mean, if that's the case, you got to make it a limited series, right? Or no, you, would you make your way through that? Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, if it's worth it, you'll never know. I mean, it, that's... Uh, I can see where, in your particular case, uh, you're like, hey, listen, that's not appealing to me because the last couple of Rob Zombie movies really haven't hit the mark for, for you or me, but... Uh, this looks like it's going to be fun, and I want to see Zombie doing fun. Yeah, I mean, it'll be our first chance at it. So, I mean, well, listen, I-, I had some good times watching his movies, but I don't think I'd ever call them comedies. This one's a little, and certainly not family friendly. This is both those things, supposedly, according to yeah. him. So it's a whole different world that he's playing in, and so I am definitely curious about it. Three hours and 18 minutes? Curious? I, I don't know. But again, if it's a limited series as opposed to a movie, I feel like that's a different animal altogether. It's also a first cut. Right. I mean, you right, know, of course. It's sure. never going to go that long. But still, it's very he'll interesting. You'll have to be like, you'll have to tell Sherry, I'm going to cut some of your stuff. Sorry. Don't divorce me. Awkward conversation. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Muse, that is Won't Stand Down, and that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday. Tried and failed to give away some cash today for the X-Rock Double Dare, but that video game synonym knowledge is going to come in handy with uh, Jason Drew at 1230 and Adam at 530. So get your brains on. You should be good to go. Big J absolutely loved the movie that you selected for him called Death in Texas. If you want to check it out, it is on Hulu. It comes highly recommended from our man Big J, one of those hidden gems that we try to find so often in streaming dumbass that usually eludes him, found him this time around. So congratulations, everybody. They're out there. They're Uh, really out there. Like aliens. And of course, we also had a chance to talk about snakes, one of our biggest fears out there. So that that was a busy show today. We'll have more of that tomorrow. Not snakes, per se, as much as busyness, as we'll have 311 tickets to giveaway and a reminder that if you're looking for something to do tomorrow afternoon it's grand opening time at section 37 action they're going to open up their chindon location uh which is two blocks west of orchard right there uh not too far from the station and we're going to be broadcasting live adam's going to be out there three to five tomorrow uh and open till seven for you to check out the grand opening and it's going to go down from three to seven tomorrow throw for free stay a while raffle prizes every hour you can byob and have a good time as the garden city section 37 grand opening is tomorrow afternoon it should be fun. Leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, Harrison Ford uh, is uh, coming to TV, Nick. Uh, him and Helen Mirren both going to be in uh, Paramount Plus's uh, prequel to Yellowstone 1932. This is different than 1883. Yeah. Uh, does this make you want to get into the Yellowstone universe at all? No, not yet. No, not really. Uh, even though it's not related to the Kevin Costner show? Yeah, I don't... Pff, I'm just like, ah, oh, man, this is... I don't think I need to invest in this. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, Harrison Ford... Uh, they great. got two really old people. Great. Uh, I hope they're happy you listen. And everybody who watches it tells me it's good. I can't seem to find myself time to get into it either. Uh, I don't know if I'm just doing I, it wrong or what. It's not that I don't believe them. I just don't care. Right. But what makes you care other than people telling you to watch you know, something you haven't heard I, of? If I knew that, I would be able to control my own destiny. Touche. Or at least some things. How about <laughs> we remind you that your next set of X-Rock is brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets, and won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source. Online at beaconplumbing.com. Jason Drew is coming in next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the X-Rock. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.